Welcome to the Florida Freak Show. This week we'll be planting our Florida Freak flag in Deland, as in uh, Deland of the Free and Home of the Freaks. We'll also find out the one thing that you don't want to say to a Florida Freak in Key West. Right, right. And how about a Florida Freak Show public service announcement? Today we'll learn how not to protect yourself from COVID-19. Oh, all that. And also, Fidel Castro has a freaky plot to take over the Sunshine State from beyond the grave. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> We're letting our freak flag fly. Welcome. This is the Florida Freak Show. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Ladies and gents, boys and girls, step right up for the Florida Freak Show. Thanks for joining us on our maiden voyage aboard the SS Freak Show. I'm Corey O'Donnell. And I'm Kirsten O'Donnell. Today we're going to share some uh, freaky Florida news stories ripped from the headlines to steal a phrase from Law and Order. Right. And, you know, if you've ever picked up a phone or a paper or watched a newscast or anything that's happening in Florida, you know that there's lots of crazy stories. So share some of the stories that you have for us this episode. So our first Florida freak comes out of Monroe County, Florida. Corey, are you familiar with Monroe County? Monroe County, I've heard, is uh, south of us here. We're, we're in Lee County and in, in Collier County in, in southwest Florida. So Monroe County is like the Key West area? It is the majority of the Keys, as well as a whole bunch of swamp uh, on Peninsular Florida. Oh, Peninsular like Florida. Peninsular Florida. Yeah. Yes, but Key West really Key is West. the county seat. I mean, okay. and, and I believe that this probably would have taken place in Key West, though it is brought to us from WKMG, clickorlando.com, who, by the way, kills it with the Florida man type stories. They've really got a lot of them that they can share with everyone, right? They do. Awesome. They do. Good. So this particular one out of Monroe County, Florida, an argument over passing gas and a request for a courtesy flush led to a Florida man beating his cellmate. Deputy said Guilford Joseph Abshire was sharing a cell around 7.30 a.m. He used their shared toilet, always fun, and afterwards his cellmate asked Abshire to provide a courtesy flush to help with the overwhelming odor. At that point, deputies said Abshire started kicking the victim who was on the bottom bunk. The man got up, Abshire grabbed him by the throat and threw him across the cell. He suffered three broken ribs and a broken nose. Ouch. Yes. Seems like uh, pretty just outstanding for for mi- just merely for getting to flush a courtesy flush. Now, so now what I'm interested in is what do you consider to be a courtesy flush? Because I've found a couple of different definitions for that. Like one definition is is that it's a flush that you would do in the middle of your bowel movement to help you to help to alleviate the odor. I, that would be the the definition that I right? would use. That's like the that Merriam-Webster dictionary yeah. definition. As, as, but I've also heard people consider it, and and correct me if I'm wrong here, I know that I've heard other people think of it this way, as a courtesy flush would be something that you would give afterwards in case, you know, just to make sure that you dispel of all of the remnants of said BM. Well, I think that is a courtesy flush, but right. not the courtesy flush so our good friends over at click orlando who provide us with so much so many of these stories do you think that they maybe should have gone into more detail about what this particular courtesy flush was about i honestly get the opinion that the phrase courtesy flush may have been used in the actual police report oh yeah i do not know that for a fact yeah well and that's just it it's like sometimes that'll happen and you know not to throw 
uh, you know, our boys in blue, you know, under the bus or anything like that. But sometimes they're just not really, you know, it's, you know, when they, when they're sort of going through these reports, you know, they, they may be using these words and it's like, maybe, you know, there's more than one definition for this. So I'm just curious. I know that w- when it comes right down to it, the punishment probably doesn't necessarily fit the crime <laughs> in this. Now, that said, the broken nose that he suffered probably will prevent him from oh, having yeah. to deal with the odors yeah. in the future. Yeah, yeah. Now, that's yeah. that definitely seems like more of a b- biblical, like... Um, eye for an eye Yeah, kind of right, thing. right, right, right. Yeah. Hammurabi code. Yeah, just the, I guess the ribs just maybe, you know, just as a, a bit more of a punitive damages right you know because it's like yeah it's like you you want to you want to make sure that you get your message across and then you know so that it doesn't happen again there you go so so i think the moral to the story really of the whole thing is um top bunk you want top bunk in prison yeah a lot lot harder to get your nose broke well as they say you know the fecal matter runs downhill anyway so You know, yeah, definitely bottom bunk is not where you want to be at. All right. Excellent. Great first story. Love, love hearing that. So Florida man and even in prison does not disappoint. No, not at all. No, not at all. So our second story uh, comes to us courtesy of our fine governor, Ron DeSantis. This is not a courtesy flush, but a courtesy of our Correct, governor, right? correct. Okay. Yeah. Although, you know, you don't get elected without a courtesy flush. Here no, 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 no. Uh, so Governor DeSantis, uh, during a news conference a few weeks back, actually, this is not a particularly recent story, but uh, brought to us, by the way, from the investigators up at abcactionnews.com in Sarasota, uh, Governor DeSantis, in a news conference, was explaining the importance of hand sanitizer. Always That's good. Always good. Very important these... at this time in these days, in, this, in the parlance of our times. Oh, parlance. Yes. Nice. In the parlance of our times, yes. So demonstrated how to utilize uh, hand sanitizer. At the time, he held up a bottle of hand sanitizer on his desk, told the public he keeps the spray on his desk, and specifically the brand... Durasan, um, but he did mention that that it was the brand that was available on Amazon. Okay, so all right, he said, "I don't know where it comes from, but it's pretty good stuff." Mm. So coincidentally, yeah. Durasan is made in Florida. Oh, uh, excellent! That turns out really, really well for the governor. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Sure, pro business. Yes, pro business. Yeah. Hard to be, you know. Well, and it's good to keep it local. You know, that's right. Keeping it local. Um, however. Durasan also alcohol-free, alcohol-free hand sanitizer, not recommended by the CDC as was, being effective against coronavirus. I was going to ask about that. And correct me if I'm wrong, Kirsten, but I believe that that is one of those guidelines, those sticky little widgets that you know that they really want to get across is that alcohol is so important. Right. So the CDC, of course, we've all heard it a million times now, recommends hand sanitizer with a minimum of 60% alcohol or 120 proof if you're an alcoholic like me Right. uh, to be effective against coronavirus. Durasan has no alcohol. It has, and forgive me if I mispronounce, benzalconium chloride as its active ingredient. Sounds good to me. Uh, it is approved by the FDA, but is not approved specifically against coronavirus. Yeah, and that's really what the important thing is here. It's like if we're having you, know, if we're having uh, 
press conferences and news conferences about coronavirus, we really want to get across that alcohol, especially the content um, by volume, is so important. Uh, in, in addition to that, we were um, we've heard stories recently about Tito's. Uh, people using Tito's as a uh, as 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 a hand sanitizer, and the and the good people at Tito's have said, please don't do that. We would rather that you use it for like you know imbibing because our you know for many other reasons than our uh, our vodka only has forty percent alcohol or eighty proof, which does also which also does not meet the recommended guidelines. It does not. No, it does not. And I mean, use cheap vodka yeah. if you're going to use it. I, I mean, think. It's when it really comes down to it, it's just about the alcohol content. So, right. yeah, that's what you should be looking for. Ooh, so, Everclear. Do they still make Everclear? Now, I also read something recently that said, yeah, that Everclear is not something that you want to use either. Oh. And I don't, I don't know if it's because it falls just short, but I don't believe that that's the case. Um, so it may be some other reason for it. Maybe just kind of stick. I mean, I know that we're, we're running low on it, but, you know, there are, you know, some... Uh, some heroic uh, distilleries out there, including one that's in our neck of the woods, uh, Wicked, Dolphin. Wicked Dolphin, who is um, who you know has you know shut down production, or at least has given some of their production time to making hand sanitizer and donating it to our hospitals, which is really really awesome that they do that. And and uh, so maybe leave it to the pros. You know, ob- obviously there are ways out there that you can make your own stuff at home. And we all know that a good moonshine, you know, is not necessarily a bad thing. But, you know, if you really want to be a stickler, maybe leave it to the pros. So speaking of our illustrious governor, Ron DeSantis. Yes. uh, Did you see the press conference where he wore gloves? I I, I saw I saw bits and pieces. Or or should I say specifically wore glove because he went um, a la Michael Jackson. Yeah. Wearing it, one glove. Unfortunately, it wasn't. It wasn't a a glittery glove. It was not. It, it was, was not. Blue, it was right? a blue latex glove. Yeah. yeah. No. No sparkles. No sequins. Yeah. Really kind of disappointing. But um, really seemed very puzzled, perplexed, confused as to how the glove is supposed to work. Right. In these what did you call them these the parlance of our the times. parlance of our times yeah. so yes. i mean if nothing else let's start working us floridians out there and, and if you're not from florida and you happen to be listening to this podcast you can also play along at home i mean really <laughs> when it comes right down to it it's like let's let's start working on um on our technique when it comes to using these gloves right? yes so our governor wore one glove he um, touched his face with his non-gloved hands mm. and then almost immediately afterwards clasped his two hands together. So any of his facial goo, germs, I don't, I don't, uh, right. I, I mean, I don't, I don't want to say that our governor has a gooey face. No, but we would never say that. No. However, um, any, anything that he may have picked up in the process of touching his face, which we all know is a big no-no in right. the parlance of our times. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. So, so ask your doctor how to wear gloves. I yeah. Think. Ask your doctor how to wear gloves. We know that it's really hard to not touch your face, you know, as shown to us by our illustrious governor. Um, but we really got to work on making sure that that happens. So Corey. Yes. Your opinion. Okay. I love giving my opinion. Where did COVID nineteen come from? Um. Well, I mean, 
I'm basing it on you know small bits of logic. I, I, I it's it's my understanding that it, that it came from small parts of China. Um, I, I believe it was called the Wuhan um, animal to human transmission. Right. I believe. Yeah. Right. The wet market bats, maybe. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. I, I I guess I was thinking of geographically and not that, necessarily. That's fine as okay. well. Yeah. That's fine as well. Yes. Right. <laughs> so China, yeah. maybe bats. Right. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. And this comes from Miami New Times reporter Alexei Cardona. Countless unknowns surround COVID-19. Mm-hmm. Of course. Uh, including the length of the incubation period, whether or not people who have recovered from the disease can become reinfected, why some cases are more severe than others. Yep. All questions, I think, that we have. Yeah. Miami-Dade County Commissioner Javier Suoto uh, has implied that Cuba may be weaponizing the coronavirus and exporting it to Miami. So apparently it comes from Cuba. Interesting. Well, that just blows this whole thing wide open. Right. Like, yeah, I was under the impression it started in China, worked its way, you know, to a number of different other. But Cuba, so close to where we are, right? It's really, it's it's actually a little disconcerting to hear this. So, uh, Suoto, who by the way has served his district for twenty-seven years, good for him. Yes, he is yeah. 81 years old. Oh, wow. Uh, on a virtual county commission meeting. By the way, he did not have a webcam. Everyone else did. He did not. Oh, okay. I mean, he's 81. Yeah. Technology, you know, might be. You would think that perhaps he would have a staffer or a kind soul nearby to assist, yeah. but. Yeah, not that we're generalizing here. We're, not we, at we all. would never want to do that. Not just, at all, but my it, mother isn't nearly that old and she wouldn't be able to figure out a right. webcam. Yeah, and, and, you know, in the parlance of our times, we really don't <laughs> want to be exposing, you know, you know, our elders to these sorts of things. So no. he may have just been like, I think I can figure it out on my own. Maybe it backfired. I'm not sure. Absolutely. We, we, can't, we can't say for sure. So Suoto, during this um, meeting, this commission meeting right said it's well known that the cuban government after the bay of pigs and so on and the missile crisis began experimenting and getting a lot of support from the soviet union in biological warfare Mm. they have weaponized certain diseases and certain things i don't know what other things but that's beside the point yeah and this may very well be the sort of moment that they're trying to capitalize and use to inflict one more wound on the USA. Right. Well, I mean, it's good that he was able to paint with such a broad brush there so that we, so it really gives us a lot of meat to, you know, to chew on. Um, you know, there are lots of different things, Bay of Pigs, you know, we, we, we know about all of these, uh, different, you're, you're the history buff. Right. So, yeah. Yes. So, I mean, uh, you know, who knows? I mean, I know Fidel Castro has been dead for, for some time, but maybe this could be his piece de resistance ah. that he has brought back you know po- you know posthumously and uh perhaps the one thing that really cleanses uh the earth um of the capitalist pigs oh just spitballing here not just sure if uh if i'm hitting it close to the nose we'd have to ask you know well the so what do i should yeah. point out is originally from cuba Oh, okay. Well, so maybe he's got some insider information. It could here. be, yeah. I mean, that's what we're that's what we really we we really need to be playing with here when we're gonna start discussing these you know stories that Florida man or woman would be putting out. 
you know, we want to make sure that, you know, that they have some sort of uh, a research or, or, um, or life experience that they can, you know, put that backing into. So um, I, I should point out, and this is from the article, uh, Fidel Castro's government in the summer of 1981 mm. blamed the U.S. CIA for introducing a new strain of dengue fever in Cuba that led to 150 deaths and 350,000 infections. So oh. really, maybe it's just Castro from beyond the grave right. reaching back into the CIA playbook and just... Well, yeah. Uh, but maybe maybe I've... I'm a little of a conspiracy Re- theorist. Retaliatory, you know, revenge is a dis- best served cold. I mean, yeah. I Very mean, cold that, in Yeah, case, cold yes. war days. I mean, yeah, so why not? 40 years later, let's make it happen. Right? Yeah. All right, so our final freak of the week here. Okay, freak of the uh, week. Again, from ClickOrlando.com uh, and DeLand, Florida. Now, are you familiar with DeLand? I'm not. So once we were uh, stuck on I-4 for about two hours. F-U-I-4, right? Yes, F-U-I-4 in a car accident, uh, not our accident, Mm -hmm. and um, ended up in DeLand. Okay. It is just a little bit west of Daytona. Oh, okay. All right. Um, It is the Athens of Florida, by the way. I don't know. The Athens of Florida. Well, I'm assuming Greece. Oh, oh, of course. (laughs) Couldn't possibly be. Not home of REM and the B-52s, Athens, Georgia. Couldn't be Athens, Georgia. (laughs) But I mean, come on. It's a lot more fun to say it that way. Right. Welcome to the Athens of Florida. Plus, I can't do a Greek accent. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I guess I'd have to. Catch up on my um oh the name of the it's, excuse my me. big fat Greek my big fat Greek wedding thank you very much okay a Florida man yeah who drank a bottle of wine at a Winn Dixie and then fled the store why wouldn't you ran a red light and caused a hit and run crash Ooh, yikes uh the man left the store in a black Hyundai. An employee took a picture of his license plate and Mm -hmm. watched as he ran a red light, T-boned a Spectrum truck, sideswiped a Hyundai. Ooh. The suspect... Hyundai on Hyundai action there. Yes. Okay. Very confusing. Yeah. The suspect denied driving the vehicle and instead pointed the blame at an unknown man named John. Oh, John. But a woman and an 11-year-old girl who were in the car let officers know... That the man, John Rowe, was indeed behind the wheel. Oh. Now, I, I, I need to backtrack a little bit to yeah. John Rowe. Uh, John Rowe drank a bottle of wine in the store mm. and left without paying. Okay. He drank that bottle of wine and left without paying after the multiple gift cards he presented were all declined. Oh. Well... Makes sense. I mean, you know, why would you try to buy the wine if you can drink it for free a little earlier in the now my purchase process? Is, did did he drink the wine first, bring the empty bottle to the cash register, and then try to pay for it? I mean, <laughs> or did he try to pay for it? They said nope, and well, cracked it open and drank it. I don't like to think of myself as a criminal mastermind, but like neither tra- does John Rowe. <laughs> right, but trying to get inside the mind of a of a criminal, I it seems to me like it would make a lot more sense, you know, because wouldn't it be nice to enjoy that bottle of wine 
at a beach or um or some other floor you know lovely florida uh vista you know so maybe taking that with you and perhaps because all of his payment methods didn't work he decided I'm just going to drink the whole thing and then I'm going to take it. Right. But there's also the appeal. I mean, we used to have a supermarket here right. where you could purchase You're right about some that. beer or yes. some wine to yeah. consume while you shopped. Yeah. And sometimes Perhaps. you just like, you see a bottle of wine and you're just sort of like, I got to have, I, I'm, I'm very parched right now. I really feel like I'm just going to open it now. I'm just going to start drinking it and then I'll just pay for it when we get there. And maybe I drink the whole thing. I don't know where the day's going to take me. I mean, it's a beautiful Florida day. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, per- perhaps he just, like you said, hit the wine aisle first. Yeah. Cracked and- it open and thought, I'll pay for this later. Yeah. I- I've personally done that with a box of tissues when sure. I've had a bad cold. Of course. Busted yeah. into the tissues and paid for them at the register. By the pr- transitive property, it really wouldn't be that difficult to go from tissues to wine. I mean, it's you know they're they're both they're both to be uh, utilized. You know, right? They both serve a purpose. Right. So, by the way, um, after the interviews with all of the folks who were involved in mm-hmm. the accident, police searched Mr. Rose Black Hyundai. Oh, okay. And found a syringe, two glass pipes with crack cocaine residue inside, 0.01 grams of cocaine, and a folded up piece of paper and a makeup bag containing more syringes. Really? So, so before you actually... So not just an alcoholic. Yeah. Before you went into all those details about things that they found in the car... You thought it was just a hard luck story, didn't I, you? Well, I honestly thought, you know, when you started going to to that place, I was like... He probably has a bunch of children's toys that he's about to donate, you know, for some, <laughs> you know, you know, he's, he's on his way to do that. Decided to stop by, pick up a nice bottle of wine to celebrate afterwards. Aww. And everything just sort of, you know, goes akimbo and takes, you know, a dastardly turn. Wow. You know, who knows? I don't know. I mean, I like to see the best in people, even for Florida men and women. You're, you're quite the optimist. So, well, so I always have been. Another question I have. Yeah. What kind of wine do you think he's drinking in the store? Oh, it must be probably, I would say, easily something $45, $50 bottle. Maybe even higher, you know, um, a nice nice, uh, Cabernet, a nice... Merlot. I'm just letting you hang here because I know you know nothing. I about know wine. really nothing about wine. <laughs> I'm, I'm not showing any sort of uh, idea of. It's uh, not a $500 any... bottle of Opus yeah. Five. Okay. I mean, okay. Well, there you go. Thank you for saving me with that. It's like I, I could maybe talk a little bit about. No, I actually can't talk about any of that stuff. It's so. not a Dom Perignon. Dom Perignon. Uh, maybe uh, champagne. Yes, fine champagne. Um, do. Do we think it's like a Boone's Farm situation? Because that's really sad if you're digging into the gift cards to pay for your Boone's Farm. I, man, it's hard to say. I mean, you started telling this story and I had, you know, one sort of idea of what this, you know, profile of what this person looked like. And then it all just took a big turn and it's hard to say. I don't know. 
I wouldn't know even where to begin. I would have, I would think that it would be something somewhat expensive because, you know, he's trying to pay for it with all these gift cards, something that he's just not able to do. Plus, I mean, Winn-Dixie. Yeah. You know, that's that's where you're getting the primo vino. Absolutely. I mean, it's, yeah, that's the place where you go, uh, you know, the vino heads, the, the winos. Right. They, they would go there, right? Or winos have... It's a different connotation. Well, it depends. Is it W I N E A U X? That's the way. That's the only way that I really know how to spell it. The I mean, I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure that there's. Yeah, I'm sure that there are other ways. The, yeah, I don't know the appropriate term for a classy wino. Yeah, hard to say. I don't know. So what? what so so what do you think about <laughs> about 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 like the 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 type of bottle i mean what what you know i'm thinking it's mad dog okay yeah I, you're I'm probably he's mad right dog in it. you're probably right i mean when it comes to, when, when you really just need a bottle of wine right then and there mad dog's the one that's gonna do it and it's more refreshing totally totally yeah and it really gets you you know gets you to where you need to be like as quickly as possible that's a good point yeah that's a good point yeah well, that's all the Florida freaks. Well, that's that I great. Have I mean, I, I love hearing about these freaks of the week and uh, a, a great mix. You know, a little something, a little conspiracy theory, little politics, little politics, little prison love thing going on there. Not really love thing, but you know, it's a lesson that can be learned that we could all learn from. And that's the thing. It's like you know, my mantra is I'd like to learn something new every day. Now I know, you know, the importance of a courtesy flush just because I don't want to get my, right. you know, my nose broken and my ribs knocked in, you know, and top, I certainly don't want to be on the bottom bunk. Top bunk. Yes. Courtesy flush. Yeah. Two gloves. Two gloves. Two Always gloves. try to do two gloves if possible. Right. Um, avoid Castro. Avoid Castro. Right. Some things from Cuba are good. Mm-hmm. Sandwiches. Delicious. Oh, yeah. Right. Mojitos. Rum. Mm, yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, Coronavirus or weaponized. theories therein. Hard, you know, who, who's who's to know for sure. Plus, just check those gift cards, really, check before, the gift cards. before you go to the store. Yeah. Maybe, maybe wait till you, till, you know, home, even the parking lot before you decide to open up that bottle of wine. I just realized hmm. it had to be something with a screw top. Oh yeah! Like I don't think he's busting out a corkscrew. Well, and I mean that's just really thinking ahead, and, you know. And ma- right. <laughs> unless he's got like just a little waiter, unless he went to the corkscrew that aisle. hangs or, or it hangs off of his keychain, you know, it's a, <laughs> it's a possibility too. I mean, you, you just you never know when you're gonna have to pop a cork. You know, you just don't. So those were our freakiest Florida finds for this inaugural episode of the Florida Freak Show podcast. Thank you so much for joining us for our little slice of Sunshine State silliness. Right. And remember to follow us on Twitter and on Facebook. That's at FLA Freak Show. Um, And also rate, review, and subscribe um, to this podcast if you love what you're listening to. I'm Corey O'Donnell. And I'm Kirsten O'Donnell. We'll be back next week. And until then, let your Florida freak flag fly.